A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, we're recording. Yeah, go for it. Hello everyone and welcome to Failing Better, everyone's favourite podcast. With me, Johnny Pelham, and my wonderful co-host... Sean McLaughlin. How you doing, everyone? Um, I'm doing well. <laughs> um, I was I... waiting for everyone to respond and for, give them a chance to process how they're doing. All of our lives. listeners, respond. Out loud, now. Out, right now, please. I mean, imagine if we, if when this goes out, we hear people in our neighbourhoods shouting, "We're doing great! Thanks, Johnny and Sean." That would be lovely. Or awful. Or I, I'm thinking about committing suicide. It'd be just like that moment. Um, the first time that we all clapped for the NHS, and we was yeah. like, "Wow, it's such a rush!" It'd be like that. But it'd be at six a.m. and and, and, and the papers would be nonplussed and confused. Yeah, yeah, it'd just be in all the the cemeteries and all the all the cellars of this country. <laughs> When have people making sort of sad noises. <laughs> every, a farce has emanated from every pet shop basement in the country. <laughs> Reporters are baffled as to why. Yeah, yeah, I see that, I see that. So how are you, Sean? Have you had a good week? I've had a pretty good week. I'm off now, um, basically. I've only got this podcast really to worry about for the next few weeks, which is a bloody good feeling. I guess you're still quite worrying, though. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Keeps I, you up good, at night, this. Good is a relative phrase. Yeah, but I've yeah, been yeah. reading. Um, I, I was on. I was on our Spotify for our podcast. Yeah, and um, we we got one more five star review. So thank you for whoever did that. Legend. And now we have we have links to podcasts that are similar to us. That's so we, we're doing well enough on Spotify that we're now like part of their ecosystem. Oh my god, who are we similar to? So it says episodes now more like this. All right, more like this. The top one is called Metro Retro. <laughs> What's that about? What's the premise? Let's have a look. Two uh, uh, two hosts. Two handsome men. Two sift through men. old free newspapers. <laughs> what? <laughs> then it's Horror Hangout. I don't think these sound like anything like what we do. What we do is we, we're a self-improvement podcast to offer digestible advice to help you li- make your life better. Okay, well, how about this? How about the Olive Magazine podcast? <laughs> the Olive Magazine is brought to you by food and drink obsessed Olive Magazine. It's hosted by Deputy Editor, and it shares exclusive additional content and top chef interviews. You know when you hear... Who are our listenership? Yeah. Who you are they? You know when you hear AI is going to take over the world because they get all our personal information and they can make personalised adverts designed for you. And then you get this sort of shit and you think, we're fine. AI doesn't have a fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> There's no one who likes Olive who likes us. Well, that, well, obviously, I think it's just done by that. Okay, the next one. Warhammer 40,000 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever did a live show, I generally think every single type of person would be there. <laughs> Apart from anyone with a fucking sexual partner. <laughs> yeah, they've got the Warhammer crew next to the Olive crew. Makila talks. YouTuber Makila McDade podcasts her every waking thought. Is she listening to this then? Who? I, I honestly, I thought it would just be all other comedy podcasts. There's barely any comedy podcasts. That doesn't that doesn't say a lot about what they think this is. Sean. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Always listen to this and go. We no one who likes comedy would like this podcast. Right. The seventh most popular thing that apparently is linked to us is a BBC Radio Four docu- audio documentary about the fatwa that was put on Salman Rushdie. <laughs> Oh, well, God. Um, Eat, sleep, wine, repeat. A wine podcast. Who? They I seem think to think we're, we're food. They seem to think we're, we're part of the intelligentsia and we're really into food. It's because we keep saying soups is good. That's our main catchphrase. <laughs> so they, they, 
the, hit, the, the algorithm is hearing the phrase soups a lot. Yeah. Soups is good. Going, oh, they're a food podcast. Yeah. And in a way, I think maybe we are. I mean, we offer soups is good. You know, I like cheese. That's another one of my big, my big food opinions. Curry man. We talked a lot about curry in the last one. We talked a lot about... Have you, have you got a response from curry man? No, curry man's not coming on the show. So another bitch. And, and, no, and no word on Stevie Wonder either. <laughs> I I think I'd settle for Stevie. I we I think Cummy Man was a shot too far, but I think if we can we can settle at Stevie Wonder. <laughs> well, the thing is, I always thought Stevie Wonder did a single with Blue. Yeah, how did that happen? Which I think well, that yeah. means it it's all on the table. Artistically, we're as relevant and good as Blue. I think we are. I yeah. think we definitely are. I think, we, look look look. It is. We have one degree of separation. With a Radio Four documentary about the fatwa that was put on Salman Rushdie. <laughs> Do I tell you who must be a clever man? Whoever's Blue's agent is, because that is they've done well. Really? Well, I mean, Blue, as far as I can tell, total dog shit. <laughs> what what were even the Blue? What were their? What was their big song? I can't. I, I remember what they looked like. I can't remember what. Did they? Were they? Um. The end of the rainbow Broke song? up this day, this feeling. Man, a thing is coming my way. When the lonely days are dying. And the girls and girls are flying. Ah. What was their song? I don't know. I don't even know what their songs are. Oh, All Rise. All Rise. Found the city streets. One Love. Now I'm singing One Love, I think. I think that was one of theirs as well, wasn't it? I don't know. One love for the hip hop beats. One love, and I still believe. Apparently, following um, following the success of All Rise, they went to New York City to film the "If You Come Back" music video. While there, they witnessed the attack on the World Trade Center. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely did not expect that. What do you think, Blue's response? Do you think anyone in Blue, as the World Trade Center's happened, thought? Should we do a song now? <laughs> I wonder if they kept doing the music video. Just Does this mean we're still doing the video? No, we're not doing the video, Lee. Should should we, sit we, the fuck should, down. Should we go to Ground Zero and try and cheer everyone up with a song? <laughs> what a cultural moment it would be if the first tower went down, Blue started singing, and then the second tower. <laughs> they weren't even aiming the planes towards it. They were trying to hit Blue. <laughs> Oh, well, we missed twice. Anyway, <laughs> um, we'll try and get Blue on the podcast. Ask them what they thought. What do they think when they saw, <laughs> when they saw that? Let's try and get Blue on the podcast. I mean, we'd have to edit. We'd have to adapt a lot of me calling them shit, I think. They must know their shit. That's true. And the following is, do you think Blue so- ever listened to Blue? Like, do you think they're sitting there listening to their stuff? It's an interesting question, that. I often feel that about like right-wing talk show host it's like how much do they know what they're doing is immoral unethical ill-informed shit and how much do they believe it and they too have like blue do you think blue are like we're clearly a pop manufactured pointless bland shit show or do they think this is really good pop actually i don't know i mean i don't think they wrote any of their stuff i mean i think the ones that write their own stuff probably are like well this is good I, mean, that's I, think big... Be- I think Beyonce really likes her music. But Beyonce is a different level to Blue. Yes. <laughs> yes. Controversial opinion. Right, I'm just going to Google, where was Beyonce on 9-11? Maybe Beyonce was... Uh, you know the one that um, they managed to fight back and didn't attack it? <laughs> Maybe Beyonce... United was... 93, she was on that. Yeah, she was the one who saved the day there. Because if Beyonce turned out to be like Wonder Woman or some sort of superhero in the Marvel franchise... I'd think that would make sense, really. What do you mean? Well, she's so beautiful and so powerful and strong and talented that if she was like a, a you know, a magic person, yeah, I'd it be is, like, she's enough. a bit, she's a bit much. I think I don't really like it. The new, her new album's so good as well. Yeah, it's really... what do you mean you don't like it? How good she is? I just don't. I just don't like it. I honestly think having <laughs> sex don't. with Beyonce would be one of the worst experiences of my life. I think it would be a worse experience for her than you. No, I disagree because I think I think I think I think I'd be so. How would this even? All right, right. First of all, how would this even come about? We're we're at a bar. I'm looking suave. You're at a bar. Okay. Yeah. Beyonce walks in. I say, hey. In the last two, in the last few weeks, between the main eps and the Patreon eps, yeah, you speculated having sex with two women, Hillary Clinton and Beyonce. (laughs) Your opinion of yourself 
is absurd. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just saying that I've never met those women, but if I did, the sexual magnetism would be off the charts. Okay. No, I'm a faith. I'd never cheat on Sophie. I'd never no. cheat on Sophie. But that's the only thing that Sophie, me and Beyonce are having a mad affair. <laughs> in my opinion. In my opinion. Okay, so Beyonce meets you at a bar. Yeah. I say, okay. hey, B, how are things? Okay. okay. Shall I be Beyonce? Yeah, I think you. I think this is the part you were born to play. Okay, if I right. was a casting I'll Beyonce. director, oh, right, and right. I was casting for Beyonce, my first thought would be, of course. what about that lanky podcaster? Well, I actually so, don't appreciate being called a podcaster. <laughs> sort of <laughs> demeans my brand a little bit. So lanky Beyonce. is one thing, but I draw the line at podcast. <laughs> it just, whenever I tell anyone I have a podcast, I want to kill myself. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like... I, a, that's why I don't tell people. Yeah, yeah. I don't tell anyone either. I don't tell anyone. Let's explain our numbers. I I go up to the attic and I talk to myself and people go, that's fair enough. It's a difficult world. Yeah. I'm on on a podcast with Sean McLaughlin. Yeah. And then people go, God, are you okay? (laughs) Are you doing all right? Yeah, some people people give us £5 a month to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. Those people are truly are damaged and also wonderful. (laughs) All right. I'll be Beyonce. Beyonce. Where's Which pub is it? Um... The the King's Head in Salford. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, excuse me, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, why um why are you speaking like that, Beyonce? Hey, you know my name? Beyonce, I know everything about you. I've loved you from Destiny's Child. I thought you were the, the, the star of that uh, band. And then your own career has been wonderful. And also I fancy you quite a lot. What's your favourite of my songs? I love the whole album, Lemonade. Don't ask me to pick a particular song, though. (laughs) I would like you to pick one song, please. I love Single Ladies, because it it, it, uh, was a good, empowering song for women who are not as beautiful as you are, which is every woman, because you are so beautiful. Don't think that was on Lemonade. Oh, no, I I, I was referring to an earlier... I'm... Uh, aware of your whole oeuvre, and I particularly like Lemonade and Single Ladies. Oh, well, I find that very charming. Would you like to go to bed with me? Yes, I would. But sadly, I cannot due to my loyalty to my long-term girlfriend, Sophie Willen. You should check her show out. It's good. I think you'd like it, Beyonce. It resonates with your life. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. All right, so see that? See how quickly I seduced Wood and put at ease? The... Yeah, you've done a very good job there. Yeah. You've done a very, very good job there. Thank you. Um, moving on. Yeah. Uh, I've been invited to appear on a massive podcast, Johnny. Oh, my God. Bigger than this? If you can imagine. I don't think I can. So I think we could have an opportunity here. What's the podcast? You know Bert, Bert Kreischer? I don't know if I should be talking so openly about this, but I doubt anyone's listening to it. That's, you know Bert a, good, Kreischer? that's a good thing about this podcast. It's essentially <laughs> a phone conversation. <laughs> yeah. The only people listening to this are the CIA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, must be, they must be shipping something. <laughs> they can't be living in such degenerate lives without being involved in the drug it's trade. It's like when you're going to like a, a sort of... Um, like a mini market or something, and they've got like one bit of rotting fruit, and you think there's no way this isn't a front. For, there's no way this isn't money laundering. That's what people think about this. There's yeah. no way the yeah. podcast isn't something else. It is. It, it does feel like a front. This. It does. It, it does. Yeah. We just got loads of heroin around the back. All our patreons are. Uh... Actually, that's a bloody good idea. Actually, for a front. Yeah. 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 Bloody yeah. That's it. a great idea. Podcast Patreon. And we'll send you a... Should we do that? The problem is, is the patrons don't pay in cash, which I think is the whole point in money laundering. Hmm. Maybe we need to get... Money laundering is just about moving money around, though, I think. I thought it was you you have to have a cash business so they don't know how much you've actually taken, so you can claim you've taken more. I think that helps, but I think there's ways of money laundering without that. I'm going to say neither of us have a fucking clue how to money launder. (laughs) If I was asked to launder money... I, I don't even, I mean, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I, I think that, the good thing is, Sean, I don't think that's a problem that's going to come it's up. Not gonna happen. No, it's not going to no, happen. It's not going to happen. But the point is, it might happen after I appear on this podcast. That guy, Bert Kreiser, he was quite, is that his name, Kreiser? <laughs> I've nailed this before you go on his podcast. He was the machine, yeah, Bert Kreiser. He has that famous story about being in Russia. and it, He was like the most legendary party animal in the history of America, apparently. Wow. Like as a student. Yeah, the yeah. film Van Wilder Party Liaison was based on him. No. Yeah. 
Shut the and fuck now, up. And now, now he's a comedian. And for some reason, I got an email a couple of weeks ago going, Hi, do you want to appear on his podcast when he's in the UK? That's really cool. I know, I can't believe it's huge. He gets like two million listens a week. Two million listens. Oh two million listens. That's almost as many as we get. <laughs> what the fuck? So this is a big chat. You could nail this and get the podcast soaring. We could finally get our sorry asses up the charts. God. But they've just sent they sent an email last week saying, Do you want to bring anyone with you, John? Oh my god. And I said, What do you who do you mean? And they said, Anyone, anyone you want. So, Johnny, would you like to come? Yes. When is this? Who is this? I don't even know who he is, I don't think. But I don't, Let- all I know is he's a wild party animal, so he might fit in with my lifestyle. <laughs> Imagine if we go partying with him. I'd love to go. With Van Wilder? Yes, please. Hey, can we call you Van? No, my name's not actually Van. It was just a movie. Van, Vanny, Van, Van, Van. <laughs> <laughs> How quickly do you think we'd be asked to leave? How quick do you think we're going to get kicked off this podcast? Like I reckon Van minute Man. by minute three. <laughs> Oh, did you about blue at 9-11? <laughs> you've, you've got to leave, sir. <laughs> Johnny, what's the fuck Beyonce you ever met her? <laughs> um, that's exciting, though. So what? So when is it? I'll see if I'm free. It's the end of January, I'm on it. The end of January. I, I, I think we have to build up to it, because this is such a big chance. We have to really seem like pros. So, so should we try and do some slick podcasting? Okay, let's do a practice now of slick podcasting. So he's going to be talking about... They're going to be talking about, like... Like American style, like hey, what's what's like the best like? I mean, what do they talk about these people? I don't know. I don't really listen to podcasts. So it's not my it's not my medium <laughs> at all. Um, American, they'll say things like, "So, what's the British comedy scene like? How is it different to the US?" In terms okay, of, yeah. Do you think you're in a position to answer this as somebody who does one gig every six months? Yeah, I'd say. Well, in my experience, um, <laughs> most British comedy clubs um, don't laugh. Audiences don't laugh at it. <laughs> Audiences are very cold. Audiences boo a lot. Audience, audiences here are notoriously bad. They yeah. walk out when they're having fun, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll they'll chuck things when they think you're great. And they're very confusing audiences in the UK. Whereas in America, I imagine they're quite easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they will ask, and they go, "What's the British comedy scene like?" And you're gonna be like, "I don't." You'd be like, "I don't know. I did a thirty seat gig in Loughborough last night. It was yeah. dog shit. I hate my life." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, well, I can tell you what isn't thriving at the moment is my career. <laughs> um, what would you? What, what do you think the difference is? What do you? So, Shawnee Boy, tell me. I'm I'm a yank over if here. He co- if he calls me Shawnee Boy, I'm I'm all his. Yeah. That's what do all you, I ever wanted to be called? Is, his name Brett. Bert. Bert. His name's Bert. <laughs> okay, we have to get this out of our system now, Johnny. His name is Bert. Bert feels like a made-up name. No, you... by the way, if you're listening to this, you cannot at him on Twitter or Instagram and go, hey, why are you letting those fucking idiots... Right, this is a big chance for us. What if he is... What if... Because someone will do some research. We can't call this the Bert episode. <laughs> no, we're not calling it. We're calling it Blue in 9-11. Blue in New York. We're calling it Blue I, in New I York. Think, I think that's Blue 9-11, so it sounds like a sexy 9 <laughs> Do you want your 9-11 to get a bit blue? <sighs> we are not going to be asked. They Bin are, are going to cancel this booking. They are cancelling this booking. <laughs> Bin Laden in a mankini. <laughs> rubbing his nipple. <laughs> All right. All right. I don't know which element of this podcast is most damaging to our long-term career, but so far, all of it. All right. Ask me a question. Be like a slick, slick, slick presenter and ask me a question. So, we love, like, cheese toasty, cheese grills in the US. What sort of food do you like in the UK? You like cheese grills? <laughs> we like cheese toasty, cheese grills in the US. <laughs> what sort of... Well, Bert, um, we like uh, uh, chips. You have, you know, we, you call them... Uh, we call funky... them fries. We, we, mate, we call them fries. Yeah, we call them chips. That's what you we You fucking eat. idiots. You fucking... We won the war. You fucking yeah. Idiot. We saved your ass in 42. Stupid, tall, stupid man. <laughs> okay. Well, there was three years left in the Second World War. So um, it's. I think it was a mutual effort by the end. But the key thing is we're best friends now. Um, uh, so, Sean, you've got an American passport. Why don't you? Why you live in this fucking sewer? Why don't you live in the great patriotic state of America? Because I um, I like I like it here. Uh, my flat is here. 
Do you have that word flat in, in America? You got British teeth, Sean. You got shit British teeth. You ever thought about that? You fucking scumbag. My teeth are actually pretty good. Um, my not, in Amer- not compared to American teeth. Well, I probably need to get a cap on one of them because I've actually just had a chip. But, oh, no. Is, but, are you okay? And this is me now. This isn't. Are you okay? What, what's that like? Well, yeah, it's not a problem. It's just I chipped a bit on a thing. I mean, How did you do that? My t- I just drinking one. Okay, it happened ages ago. I didn't notice it until recently. I think it's so been you, like that for you, a while. You were so drunk, you banged your tooth with a bottle. Well, I don't think I was drunk. I was probably just. It was probably just a mistake. I don't know. Feels like you were drunk. I don't think we're going to do well on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shawnee boy, tell me about your. Well, tell me about the. I, I, I'm a legendary party animal. Okay, here we go. Here we tell go. Tell me about you. What's the craziest thing you've ever done drunk? Obviously, well, you chip your tooth. Would, would that mean your top five? Top five? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I've, I've put up some crazy shenanigans. I, Tell um, me about it. You ever had a foursome or a threesome or a sixsome? Um, I um, yeah. Um, the line's cutting out, Bert. <laughs> Bernie, Bernie's line's pure, pure A grade wire. It won't be cut. It must be on your side. <laughs> Probably. See you later, mate. Listen to Failing Better. Cheers. I mean, that I think went well. This- it's gonna go well, isn't it? I think it's. I mean, I, Will I, I email think... them? I'm gonna email them. Shall I email her back now? And yeah. Just go. Hey, sorry, I've, I've not been in touch. Just to let you know, my podcast co-host would love to come on. Yeah. Shall I say he's a acclaimed comedian? I wouldn't say acclaimed. I'd say is a comedian, but maybe put comedian. A... Put comedian. So put comedian, comedian in, yeah. In, brackets. In, in quotation marks. In, sorry, yeah. quotation marks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He is a comedian. Yeah. I don't know if they'd get that. I don't, they'd be like, "What is that? Why are I... they doing that?" They don't get irony. I'll be like, it's irony. And they go, I literally do not know what that is. I love that. <laughs> that is so, that is the most arrogant British thing. Is, Americans so don't get irony. Do you get irony, you thick fuck? <laughs> I literally have no idea what is meant to be going on here. I I think you've got. Uh, you, I think um, I think this is going to really. This is the 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 platform this podcast needed to help it grow. We need to get the bros in. If we can just get those like Florida bros. Yeah, and Listen, I think we appeal to Then them. we can go to Orlando, do oh, a live show, yeah. and just fucking live life. And yeah. just go to the beach every day, just drinking margaritas. We could eat margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could just like... Well, I, Sean, every time margaritas been mentioned on this podcast, you've made that joke. And I respect no, I know. You. It's, I it's, respect it's, you. I love it. It's one, of my sto- it's one of my stock jokes day to day. It feels like such a... Da- like, when you're a dad, that's going to be such a good joke to play. Right, here's the bottom line, Johnny. I am not funny. And if yeah, I have yeah, one yeah, thing yeah, that yeah, is yeah. even mildly amusing, I will beat it into the ground. I, I appreciate... I respect that. That's something about this podcast. It isn't funny. I don't even know what this podcast is. Clearly, the algorithm thinks this podcast is to do with sort of Islamic terror in some Sort way. of food-based history, <laughs> history show. When it's not, it's not. It's, it's a depression. It's a depression-based kitchen sink tragedy. Um, Look, we are going like... on this podcast in the new year, listeners. We are going to talk uh, about our build-up to it, particularly on. I think mainly on Patreon. So if you want yeah. to hear loads of stuff, you this is a good time. Sh- sign up to our Patreon. It's Christmas. It's, it's Christmas time. Oh, it's just been Christmas. It's the Gooch time. It's the Gooch time. That is the type of phrase I reckon. I'd love that. You'd love it. Do you think we'd have to explain to him what we mean? What Gooch means? Yeah. Gooch and Gooch. I might say that to him. <laughs> I can't. I would like to formally ask you to not say that. Do Americans say Gooch? I reckon. I reckon Gooch is an Americanism. Yeah, you might be right. I reckon it is. I think I first heard about it on the show Jackass. Oh really? Imagine if I just. Imagine if we just pl- pretended we were so pompous. Imagine if we said we were on Jackass. <laughs> Hi, we're, I'm Johnny Knoxville. He's Steve-O. <laughs> I've got... Uh, that's a good idea. You know, we're saying we've not got very famous guests on. What about we just pretend, Sean? I'll be... Who do, I'll be... Um, pretend that we have guests. Yeah. We, we've already had now, Bert Kreiser and Beyonce on this episode. Now so we've got um, Sigmund Freud. Hello, boys. How are you? <laughs> I don't... I wouldn't want the real Freud coming on here, let alone you doing a bizarre accent. <laughs> Hello, boys. How are you? Like he's a kebab shop owner. I'm a, I, hey, uh, boss man. What is it? Double dollar. Why are you having a go at me? I'm Sigmund Freud. 
How long have you been living in Jamaica, Sigmund? Since you've, <laughs> since you've come off on your accent. I do not know why I sound like this. <laughs> Johnny, you are so shit at impressions, man. You are so shit at impressions. What are you talking about? I'm Sigmund Freud. Okay, all right. So that's your Sigmund Freud. Just <laughs> curious. Can you now do a Bob Marley? Just curious how that would sound. Um... Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm, I'm Bob Marley. I'm Bob Marley. I tell you, when I'm in the valleys, there's nothing I like more than a bit of bloody ganja. A bit of bloody ganja down the valleys. <laughs> okay, can you do Welsh? Can you do Welsh? I'm <laughs> being locked in by Sophie. Sophie's locking me in the pit. Yeah, no worries. Thanks very much, Sophie. God bless. <coughs> we should get Sophie. Sophie can come on Bert's show with us. That would be better. And she's gone to BAFTA so we can appear respectable. What the fuck is a BAFTA? We're like, yeah, I don't know either. Bye. Yeah, I tell Bye you what, you're better than a fucking Emmy, you stupid yank. Think he's won an Emmy? Won a won an Emmy for partying. Imagine if he's won an Emmy for partying. I'd love that. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'll cut this bit out. <clears throat> Sean, let's not get into cutting bits out, otherwise this podcast is going to run short. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, so that's my news. That's our big. That's our big project for the next few weeks, listeners. I'm up for it. I'm up for is it. Is making make sure that we really nail this chance because you want this to be a big podcast. We want it to be a big podcast. Do sign up to our Patreon while we're on the topic. And uh, we can say to Bert, look, if this pod, you could easily get seven or eight new listeners from us. So, I mean, it's a mutual thing, isn't it, really? It is. That's the thing. It's 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 cross-pollination. It's yeah. vertical integration. Yeah. You know, it's cross-contamination. We're both going to be millionaires. He, I reckon he is a millionaire. Well, we're going to become millionaires. Should we say to him, what is it like being a millionaire? That's a good question. That's a good, really good question. What's yeah. it like being a millionaire? What's it like being such a bro? Like, What's it like having your top off all the time? Because yeah. I would, if I had the option to never take my top off, I would take that. I, I'd be a never nude if it was more respectable. If a never nude was like a, a, a legitimate dress, like, sense, fashion if, sense, yeah. that if I would a, be If it. it was like a legitimate religious yeah. sect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd become religious Which I th- I think it, never it pro- to have to get naked again. <laughs> I think every time I get naked, I lower the value of my home. Yeah, massively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really funny as an idea. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. That was the intent. Do you know what? Weirdly, that was the intent. I I never show with you. I never show. Is is Sean suffering from a bout of depression, or is he attempting to be funny? It's such a thin line. It is. What um, I think we should do for Patreon at Shots. I think we should go to a Scientologist church and see if we see if we become Scientologists by the end. I. Oh, we both would. We know that. We both would. We're weak. We are weak. And yeah, I'd, have you ever done anything like that? Like being, because you know they have the same, have you ever gone in? No, I've never gone in. I've, I've had some stuff through the door, but I've never gone in. I've never gone in. I'd be quite interested to see how they do it as like, as like practical psychology to try and make you feel like you need to, because I guess we all have a desire, don't we, to sort of be part of something bigger and actually no, not you. I guess you're tall enough. I mean, if there's more of you, it'd just be, you'd be, Bin Laden would be after you. <laughs> yeah, is that is that it? Is that what the tone you want to take with this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr. Bush, uh, second plane has crashed into Sean McLaughlin. <laughs> <laughs> his knees are down. <laughs> He's on his knees. <laughs> what is the melting point of his bone? <laughs> um, I I think um, there was a point where there were um, were they Scientologists or were they born again Christians? I think it was it was it was um mormons was stationed on streatham high road outside the wimpy (laughs) and i thought i bet they've got mates who are in like rwanda yeah and they're like god i'm jealous of them (laughs) because that 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 feels like one of the hardest pitches yeah you're on streatham high road yeah it is so crap and everyone's angry 
But there's a lot of sadness there. Like, I think, I think sadness is the key to conversion. And I suppose there's a few so, yeah. sadder places than Streatham High Road. I suppose so. It's not a place that I would associate with, well, I need to find God here. But Give me a sign. I think if you can pivot people away from consumer capitalism into spiritualism, that's a good place to get. There'll be a lot of people at a bus stop weeping, being like, what is the meaning of my life? Why am I so unhappy? They're holding, like, a Poundland bag. And you can go, look, you need to stop buying, you know, new sort of pens. You need to find Jesus but, Christ. But I don't think that the I don't think Mormonism is a particularly anti-capitalist vision. I don't really know much about the Mormons, other than I've. I think it is the Book of Mormon indicates it is. Well, I, th- is. I think like like a lot of well, I guess it's that thing is that the Bible is very uh, is very anti-capitalist, but like but Mitt Romney was a Mormon and he was like yeah like five hundred million or something. What a prick! What a prick! Should we get Mitt on I, here? Um, I had, I didn't see with some drug dealers this week, Sean. You're, do you know what you're good at on this podcast, John? What? I'll tell you what you're good at and I'll tell you what you're bad at. Yeah. You're good at knowing when a conversation has ran its course. Yeah. What you're bad at doing is yeah. giving me any indication as to what you're talking about. Well, I, well, I was... I was, I was not no, with... no, no. Because we were just having a little chat and it was going nowhere, all right? Yeah. I admit that, it was going nowhere. But yeah. you could have just gone, anyway, there's something I wanted to tell you. Yeah. You just went... I had, an inter- I had an altercation with some drug dealers this week, Sean. Yeah. Well, so I think I you should was... start trying to pivot. You need to like learn to sort of... You need connector. You know, there needs to be adhesive in the conversation. You know what I mean? I do What's the what connecting mean? tissue here? I think that's a really interesting point because I realise I'm very bad at doing that just in general chat. Like I'm very good at... La- I, my brain goes all over the place. I'm very bad at layering it so people have a smooth and comfortable journey through the conversation with me. Because people say conversation's an art. Yeah. But it's also a craft. Ooh, all right. Wouldn't you say? And I think the craftsmanship of building conversation is very important. Yeah. Well, I I see myself as an artist, but I don't yet see myself as a craftsman. So maybe there's something I can learn there from you. There it is. About laddering. About laddering? Yeah. My recording has stopped because the disc has spaces insufficient. So we're going to once again rely on you to do all <laughs> the heavy lifting of the sound. Yeah, what a surprise. <laughs> rely on Sean again. Um, so you had, an indica- you had an altercation with some drug drug dealers. Yeah, so so I this week I've been very ill to the point where... Um, I mean, we don't need to get into what happened, but basically I've, I've had... <laughs> Go on our Patreon. Sign up to our Patreon and you'll find out one... Yeah. Detail that is so grisly, it will turn you yellow. <laughs> yeah, it is strong. genuinely one of those horrifying. It's like when they find the horse's head in, <laughs> that's what in the bed said. in the Godfather. Exactly, that's exactly yeah, how she it is like that, but it's not a horse's head. Yeah, it's, it's a turtle head. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Write that down, actually. Bert would love that. Yeah, Bert would love that. Bert would love I should, that. I should talk about the time I shit myself to Bert. That feels <laughs> like that would be exactly up his street. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, what's all this British food sending you fucking, your fucking guts are nuts, man? Yeah, that's like the time I did magic mushrooms for eight weeks and accidentally ended up shitting myself in Tokyo. <laughs> hey, man, I once shed myself. I was at fucking Mount Rushmore, man. More like Mountain fucking crap more yeah shit all down fucking abraham's fucking face little <laughs> did a fucking shit on george yeah. washington yeah fuck that guy man there was a scene in van wilder <laughs> we had to cut it though because we fucking we fucking love the founding fucking fathers man founding they didn't, fathers they didn't... fucking kicked your ass in fucking world war Two. yeah man fucking what about 1877 you fucking prick I fucking loved it in Vietnam when we fucking went over there and took on Queen Elizabeth the First. Yeah, motherfucker. And we fucking colonized the moon, you stupid fucking English cunt. Hey, English muffin, fucking spread a bit of jam on these butt cheeks, bro. <laughs> I can't wait to go on the pod. I think it's going to be great. I just... Yeah, I think we're really going to do good. We're going into it with the right attitude. Um... So I've been ill all week. I was in London. I, I didn't get to see Sean in the end due to said illness. Um, but my friend said, um, 
<coughs> basically, he wanted to, me to buy some MDMA for him because uh, it's hard to get good MDMA in Manchester. If you know anyone who does good MDMA in Manchester, please email in at failingbetterbond at gmail.com. <laughs> I think maybe we are a front now. Maybe yeah, we are yeah, a front. So, so I was ill, but I was like, fine, I'll just go and get this guy these drugs because he's a friend and I owed him one. Um, so then I say, send a message to this guy saying, can I get some drugs? And he's like, yeah, it'll be 15 minutes, which is way quicker than I was expecting. So I actually like... Ca- <laughs> yeah, that's a bit too fast, isn't it? Yeah, it was like, That's Whoa. a bit like when you order food and it's there in two seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, too, it's just too fast. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was. And so I... And then I didn't have the cash. I need to go to a cash point. <clears throat> so I said, oh, I'll meet you at the cash point. Um, so went to the, get the cash out. Uh, and we were staying in like a hotel, so I didn't know anywhere where I was in London. But I just had it in my Google Maps. Then I uh, got the money out, uh, went and got the drugs, uh, got them, and then it turned out the guy had given me too many drugs because he sold in like 0.5s, and I said, can I get two grams, uh, meaning a gram or two bags, but he'd given me four bags. So I had like double the amount of drugs I was supposed to have. And then he called me to tell me this, and at that exact moment, my phone died. So it looked like to him, like I'd taken this money and then just like, Fucked off, basically. So this is like... basically the opening scene of um, No Country for Old Men. Is it really? <laughs> this is almost exactly that. I mean, it's a much higher level. And so quite yeah. literally, I was lost because I've been looking at my phone. I hadn't been really paying attention to where I was going. So I was in London at a cash point. The guy had been on like a little moped. He <laughs> was just around the corner. Oh, here we go. And, and, and I had no way of... Getting like telling him that I that my phone had just died. <clears throat> I was just shitting. I've watched Top Boy. I know but... that you were shitting, Johnny. That goes without <laughs> saying. <laughs> so I, mean, I don't you ever say you're shitting. I was ill, lost in London, trying desperately to work out how to get back to my hotel. With every time anyone on a moped went by, I was just thinking <laughs> they're gonna fucking kill. Me. Like they're gonna destroy me. It was one of the most stressful experiences <clears throat> of my entire life. So what did you do? Did you, I, I, at that point, I think you should have just taken a bit of the MD just to just to get the edge just off. To calm down. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I li- I literally just ran. I found it, but it was it was. I would say I had like every time a moped came out, I was literally like I was so scared. It was one of the most terrifying like twenty thirty minutes of my life. But I made it home safe. But did you get in contact with the guy? Do you still have the extra drugs? <clears throat> I still have the. So I, I messaged him saying, "Look, mate, my phone died just as you were speaking." And then he didn't get back to me. And I think he just thought, this is bullshit. Because like, literally, he was like, there's a problem with the drugs. You've taken too many. And then my phone died at that exact moment. So, so just you, lo- could be, you could be just sort of on their hit list moving 100%. forward. And then I started thinking, like, do they have like, like GPS in your phone? You know when you start getting like those paranoid thoughts? Did this feel like he was a cog in a much bigger machine? Or was it sort of like a local operation? Unclear to me, really. All I know is he does do very good drugs, and I will never be able to use this man again. Like I just blocked, I blocked him and put him in archives. Because for a while, I was trying to like, I was thinking of sending him another message, being like, "Look, I know this looks really dodgy. I'm happy to pay the extra money." But then I just thought, "What?" Because then he said, "If he says, yeah, let's meet," I'll just be absolutely shitting myself. Yeah, he could fuck you up. So I just thought he could bring someone with him. Yeah, and just kill me. And then I'd just be an, uh, another, another number in the drug... I mean, you might have outthought the mob here. Well, it was, I, let me tell you, as ever with me, entirely unintentional. Well, also, it, was, it does sound like it was his screw-up. It was his screw-up. So it's probably his superior... The problem is, he's probably... Your well, phone all, dying yeah. probably means that he's going to get... That's murdered. exactly... I felt really guilty, because I was thinking there's some, like... He was only, like, a 20-year-old kid or something, and I was thinking, he's not going to... Oh, you, awful. Johnny, yeah, you've so, condemned him. Well, it wasn't my fault, Sean. My phone just died. Well, your phone's always bloody dying. It is. I need a new phone, really. Maybe um, uh, I'll get it for Christmas. If anyone can, if anyone, if anyone can recommend a good phone, oh, good please email dealer. us. Please. <laughs> I could do with a new drug dealer, actually. Could you? Well, I, 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 this is a good plan. I could give you this guy's number. There's no link between me and you. No, but I'd need to use you as like... That's my, true. My, like, oh, yeah, just to let yeah. you know I'm legit. Johnny Pella would be like, that is the worst thing you could have said to me. <laughs> yeah, you might get punched in the head because of me. And that would actually make me quite happy. I know, yes, it would. <clears throat> how, how tall is this guy, Goku? Can you reach this high? That's true, actually. You might get punched in the shin. Yeah, yeah. that'd be. I can live with that. I'm used yeah. to that. <laughs> 
So that was my story. Very, very scary. I was really imagining Top Boy. You know when they do just pop round on a little moped and shoot you in the head? I've not seen Top Boy, but I, I, I do live in South London, so I'm aware of the... The rest. Aware of, I'm aware of people on scooters shooting people in the head. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got... I, I, do you know what I'm going to do tomorrow, actually, Johnny? What? what I've got on. Well, I've got nothing on. I started oh. playing a video game yesterday. God of War Ragnarok. What is God of War? I've, a lot of people are talking about it. Is it like an RTS or is it like a fighting game? It's um, like a sort of... Fi- it's not fighting. It's more, It's like a sort of action-adventure... Um, like Zelda. RPG. It's Zelda. It's like yeah, Zelda-esque. Yeah, yeah. The problem with God of War is there's no way of describing it without it sounding crap. What describe it then? Give us your one sentence. Because I I didn't even want to play the first one because because I think they released them on the. Have, I feel like we've had this conversation on this pod. I know when we talked about God of War. I think you talked about Red Dead Redemption. Basically, the... and all I'll say, Sean, is I don't want to put you off talking about God of War, but that Red Dead Redemption chat didn't feel like it was the best bit of podcasting we've ever no, done. No, it was crap. However, let's dive into another of you talking about the games you play to try and fill the loneliness. I think life. maybe we should become a video game podcast, genuinely. The problem is I don't play video games. I think Did that's you? our angle. I don't All really right. play them either. But um, I was looking at the numbers. Yeah. Video, oh, ga- yeah, video games make so much more money than everything else. There's and everyone football- just ignores it. There's a football manager, like, um, streamer who makes £100,000 a year from streaming about football manager. That should be us. That should Because I fucking love football manager. I love it as well. I get I get real cravings for it. And it's I really do. hard. And imagine making money from football manager. From the problem with me, football manager is like the blue pill or the red pill in the Matrix. It's like, if I, if I decide yeah. to play football manager, the rest of my life disappears. And like, Sophie will be talking to me about something, you know, yapping on it. Well, the, the house isn't very clean. What's all that? And I'll just be thinking, God, I've got to find a fucking right back. <laughs> like, my, my thing, yeah, they, they got me at lockdown. I was out for like nine years. <laughs> Started unemployed as a semi, like drunk. having like been a semi-professional, got offered the Sutton United job. And my second season, we won the conference. And I was yeah. like, well, I'm in. I'm all yeah, in it's now. Too, it's too Ended good. up doing like a classic career rising through the leagues. Yeah. I won the Premier League with Sheffield United, got to the Champions League semi, lost the UEFA Cup. I was like, it was just... But the problem is, lockdown was the perfect time for it because there was we had nothing but time. Yeah. You know what? I, th- I was thinking we should have started this podcasting lockdown. That would have been the perfect time to do a podcast. Yeah, it would have been. Most of the podcasts that started in lockdown have ended up selling out arenas. Yeah, we need another... We could do with another bat being eaten somewhere. If, you, if, you, if you've if you got a bat in your house, just give it a quick bite and let's try and get, uh, let's try and get this podcast, really. So anyway, God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. It's basically... They made some games on the PS2, which I never liked. I played a bit of the first one, and it was like set in Sparta and there's a soldier who sells his soul to the god of war yeah. and it's all set in like ancient Greek gods and it's just re- it was really violent and sexist and that was sort of the point but I I never it was not my thing yeah then they rebooted it yeah where basically the guy is now older he's now living in Norway it's like yeah. Norse and now it's all Norse mythology and the original god of war the reboot he has to like look after his son that's the whole point of it that the whole plot, nicer. That's the a nicer whole plot story. of the film, yeah. The whole plot of the of the of the game is that you are you are and your son have to travel a distance to spread your mum's your the de- his dead wife's ashes, which is Fine. revealed. You know that's five minutes into the game. Yeah. That's not a spoiler, but it's brilliant. It's open world and it's got all these cool old like Norse gods meet you and you fight a lot of them and it's just amazing. And the second one just came out and I, the first one I loved so much. And I started playing it, and I've got I've got a, a weed gummy. Oh my god! So Who just, are you becoming, Sean? I don't. I I think I'm becoming an incel. <laughs> <laughs> but I I think tomorrow I might just have it. My wife's going out for the evening. I might just have it at like six o'clock and just do see, it. See what goes on. You'll have such fun. Uh, we'll see. I'm um, thinking about doing ayahuasca. I was very much in that mode. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm. In, I don't know if I can be bothered anymore. Well, I, I'm reading about therapies which, um, which like help people 
deal with trauma on an embodied level. And oh, here and we go. Johnny's bloody trauma. Yes, I was sexually abused as a child, something, you know, which probably means now that's why I'm running around the streets of London hiding from drug dealers. Do you want to help with I, my bloody trauma? What? Because you bloody zipped it once in a while. Well, look, if I went, what's, what's this podcast? Just you talking about games that you, that you think are okay? Yeah, I think Red Dead Redemption. How would you describe it? Yeah, it's, it's all right, yeah. What about God of War? Yeah, that's pretty... Yeah, it's all right. It's all right, actually, yeah. Who the fuck is listening to that? You I guarantee you more that. people would listen to that than listen to this shit. Well, that's such a low bar. I mean, that is... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that can't be what success is, that 17 people listen to it. We no, we're growing sig- in the chart. We do get significantly higher than 17 listeners. Yeah, Just to let yeah. you... We have, we have more than though that in Patreons. Um, Patreons. So, um, Ayahuasca... Ayahuasca, is that... No, is that the one where you take... Uh, you go to Peru and you have like a yeah, retreat? Yeah, I'm looking at a guy in Scunthorpe who does it. <laughs> <laughs> He's your shaman, is he? <laughs> Brian. <laughs> no, I... You I do need it... to go to the right people, though, like the sort of shaman types who can kind of lead you through the experience. I think you do. So, I, well, I'm, basically, I did EMDR therapy, which is a form of uh, therapy that is meant to deal with trauma, and it didn't work because I don't have a clear enough memory of it. So now I'm thinking maybe something different to that, which could be more... Um, I, I guess I watched the stand-up with Simon Amstel, where he talked about it being very helpful. But then I... This is the only thing that's put me off it. I talked to a friend who did ayahuasca, and he was like, yeah, it totally changed my life. It was amazing. And then, like, um, a couple of months ago, that guy was drinking uh, piss out of a shoe for money. And I thought, it's not changing that much. <laughs> I mean, like, you can't be, like, totally different spiritual yeah. human being. And then- I, uh, yeah. I know people who've done it a lot. Do you know Carl Donnelly? He's done it a few times. Has he done it? Yeah, and he's he in it. Milo McCabe's a big proponent of it. Um, proponent? Maybe I'll talk to them. Is that the word? Who? Proponent. Proponent. I think so. Yeah. I'm definitely. I think it might be something I do in the new year because I'd like to give it. A... I'd like to do. It. Isn't it the idea that the trips only last five minutes? I don't think so. that might be true. But What's I, the I... one I'm thinking of? There's two. There's ayahuasca and there's is it DMT? DMT. DMT is meant to be amazing. Ayahuasca is maybe the long one, but the DMT is like you. It lasts five minutes in the real world, but it feels like you're away for hours. DMT and you can unlock things into the into the universe. I mean, I think that would definitely make me full-blown religious if I took either of those. Based on yeah. the description on how, yeah, yeah, what yeah. it does to you, like, and what it makes you see. Yeah. Um, I'd do love you... to do that. I don't know if I could do it with you, Johnny, though. That's the problem. But unless It would be funny to try and do an episode, like... On DMT. I'm serpent is here for me. <laughs> I um I think DMT... that's one of the main things they see is a serpent, I think. Is DMT the one 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 drug has got the tagline like it's the your body only releases the um chemical in your brain when you're born and when you die. So it's meant to be like the death which always seems like such a... I don't know. It almost certainly is scientifically bollocks, but it sounds like quite a cool... What is DMT? Uh, it's known as Dimitri Fantasia Businessman's Trip 45-Minute Psychosis or Spiritual Molecule. That's, a, that's such different... Businessman's Trip to Psychosis to Spiritual <laughs> Journey. That's such different... That's your. That's the trip you've had, isn't it? Uh, as with most drugs, DMT can affect people in different ways. I think DMT is the one I've always had my eye on. Maybe not ayahuasca. I think ayahuasca would. I don't know. I, I, all of them are meant to be very enlightening. Others find it overwhelming and frightening. As have far as psychoactive effects, people have described feeling like they're travelling at warp speed through a tunnel of bright lights and shapes. Others describe having an out-of-body experience and feeling like they've changed into something else. Others who report visiting other worlds and communicating with alien-like beings. I want that. <laughs> I you, want that. Would you ever do... Would you, have you ever done magic mushrooms? Yeah, I love magic mushrooms. I really like magic mushrooms. I always just liked um, MDMA. That was always the one I thought was MDMA is one. by far my favourite dog. I don't understand why MDMA is illegal. It feels like a real travesty that MDMA is illegal. Have you seen all the MDMA therapy they're doing in America? That feels no. really... It, it's, it's again... I, I mainly got into looking at... I mean, that's a lie. But another string to my bow of why I'm interested in MDMA and ayahuasca and things is because of its therapeutic... Um, 
for people with trauma, apparently it's very helpful. So a lot of like v- v- veterans of Vietnam who've got PTSD would take uh, MDMA and it really helped them deal with PTSD and things. Because um, it gets yeah. rid of the ego and it lets you like think about things with a different... I guess when your brain is just chemically altered, so you're able to think about things and, and things through in a different way. The collapse of the ego is the main thing I like. I love it. It's like, MDMA is exactly who I'd like to be in the world, but can't because of fear and anxiety and shame. Well, I think the problem is if, if MDMA is going to help you overcome trauma, you take it and they say, what trauma are you looking to overcome? You go, well, it's how I bought this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what, what, the thing that is to them, like, what trauma do you want to overcome? And you'd be like, how much fun I'm having right now. <laughs> how much trauma? What trauma? Well, about 15 minutes ago, I pissed off a drug dealer and I think he's going to murder me. Yeah. It's quite dra- traumatic. And then he, the drug dealer kicks in the door and he's like, you're right. <laughs> so the beginning of Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Huh. Well, I think we should, uh, I think we can wrap this up. Yeah, I think it's been an interesting chat. It's about... been a funny chat that yeah. has led into some dark and unusual places, but I think we've come out the end of it more spiritually alive and more connected to each other and the world. Much like a trip on DMT, apparently. So do very, take it. It's very. It's, it's sort of like the podcast version of an ayahuasca retreat. This. <laughs> you come. I think you you throw up during ayahuasca, and I think you shit yourself. So in many ways, it is like that. <laughs> yeah, I think, Johnny, it sounds like you might be having one already. <laughs> <laughs> but I think about you, you're, you're violently ill, and um, yeah, and it's pretty intense. But so then you're you going to go to Scunthorpe and do it? Well, I was looking at a guy, and the thing is, I don't have that much money, so I was looking at someone cheap. I think it is the sort of thing you shouldn't do cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should, maybe we should try and get one of the comics we know who's done it as a guest. That'd be really good. Carl would be a really a good guest. Great on it. idea. We should do that. Yeah, Milo one or that. something. That's a really good idea. We should absolutely do that. That genuinely be very interested in talking to them about ayahuasca or DMT. Yeah, because I remember I always wanted to go to Burning Man. I yeah. I always thought I'd really like to go there because there's the idea that it's free. I think now it's not the same as it used to be. I think it's become another like sort of Instagram. My friend know, went to Burning Man though, and you're you're not allowed to pay for things or something. So it's all trades. So you, yeah. So it's still got that spirit somewhere within it. But I'm sure you're right. It's become more Instagram and selfie. Yeah, I think so. But you I said would, it was I, amazing. I really wanted to go. I remember saying it to a comedian, and he was like, "Doesn't sound like you would enjoy it at all." And I thought, "Oh, that's really sad because I really want to. I feel like I'm letting. I feel like I, the person I am inside, is never who is out because." In my head, Burning Man is exactly the type of thing I'd be into, like an adventure. And that's interesting. Maybe you, you need to do you go on the road like Jack Kerouac. And do what? Just explore just myself. Just travel America, leave your wife, stop doing comedy, <laughs> and just go on the road. <laughs> I think I stopped doing comedy a long keep, time ago. Unfortunately, I'm this, still doing the gig. Keep but... doing this podcast. I think what we can do is we the podcast can become Where Is Sean this week. Well, I've got a few um, US gigs next year. Oh my! And God. after one of them, I might just take a week off and just drive in a direct. I might just pick a direction and drive in it, and I don't know, just have something like that. Why not? That'd be fun. I've always maybe... wanted to do that in America or Canada or Spain. I think would be a really good place yeah, to drive yeah. around. I've always wanted to do it in England. Oh, I'm in Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm in. I'm in South End because I think my instinct is I think doing that might be shit. Because, like, it's well, romanticised anywhere. In America, it's romanticised because you don't know the place. But if you did it in England, like, yeah, I just want to pick. I just want to go to Birmingham and drive. It's like, great. You're in fucking... Some yeah, mo- you're in yeah. Coventry. well done. Yeah. You're in Redditch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. I think because, because we have lack of knowledge about the areas, it's very easy to romanticise the idea that there are these mysterious, bohemian, wonderful places that exist out I there. I mean, they almost certainly aren't. Yeah, they're just gonna be, you're just going to be going to like a fucking a, a shithole town. Yeah, yeah. I think Spain would be a good one because I think I always think with Spain, at least you'd get really good food. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the main thing. It'd be cheap. You'd get good food, and it would be really sunny. And also, if you trip advisor it, you'd be able to get really good places. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the spirit that Jack Kerouac has engendered. <laughs> that's that is the twenty first century Jack Kerouac, isn't it? Like I've plotted a map, I've plotted a route. Everywhere's been sort of checked on maps to make sure it's good. Blah blah blah. And there's no spirited adventure anymore. Anyway, on that bombshell. <laughs> I sometimes do that, though. I'll often eat at restaurants I've not looked up. My wife cannot do that. She has to look up the ratings. And I'm always like, they can just be fixed. Anyone can do that. 
I, I, our I, podcast. I if I was in a like when I'm doing a gig, I will check reviews because it just feels like a way to stop you getting something shit. What you? What do you mean? You? What do if you I, mean? I'd, I'd like check the reviews to make sure it's not like a three star. What for place. food? Yeah, I don't. I well, I mean, I didn't do that, and I got the shits, the worst shits I've ever had this week. So what I've learned is always check the reviews. Not me. I got a perfect constitution, and I never check the reviews. Like the USA, you've got the perfect <laughs> constitution. <laughs> but what can I say? Like the USA, my constitution es perfecto. Yeah, and also I've got loads of guns. <laughs> hey, Bert, how does it feel like to be a minority in your own country? Thanks for having me on the pod, Mike. <laughs> um, all right, great. Should we, should we wrap this up? Yeah, I think I might edit that last thing I just said out. <laughs> um, don't, think, don't, think it, don't think it came across as I intended. <laughs> I think keep it in. I think make it the little teaser of the app. Yeah, sure. The teaser, oh, the teaser that you, that you do. Oh, fuck off, Sean. The teaser, the, really the great it. promo really work Ill. that you've been doing. You said, don't worry, Sean, you do the edits. I'll cover all the promo. I'll do all the social media and the TikTok. TikTok on the clock. I've done nothing, but I've been really ill. This How week, many TikToks have we released? We've done one TikTok. It's got, we've got no followers <laughs> on TikTok. What is our TikTok? Is it fairly better pod? I presume so. I don't even know. TikTok on... We've got one follower, and that's Kesha. That's the only follower on TikTok. If we've got the Kesha, then we're, we're doing okay. TikTok.com. I don't really understand what TikTok is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's for us. Yeah, we've got Failing Better. I'm on it now. Failing Better. Please join our TikTok, everyone. No, the main thing I, is follow our Instagram. Follow our Instagram, but also it'd be nice. View profile. Have we got a follower? <laughs> this is, what a grim way to end the podcast. <laughs> Do we have we yet got one TikTok follower? No, we've got we've got we've got, we've got zero followers and zero likes. And the video, the video I put there has been seen by 148 people. So, so it's not like it's not being seen. 148 people have watched it and not liked it. God, this podcast is an absolutely awful endeavour. This Tick podcast has taken years. <laughs> at Failing Better Pod on Instagram. And at Failing Better Pod on TikTok. Please give us a like. If at Failing Pod and on Twitter, though, I feel like Twitter now. Every time I go on there, it gets worse and worse these yeah, days. It's, it's a die. And what it's I like about it is Elon Musk just spends all his time apologising for the latest fuck-up. He's uh, just stepped out as... Um, has he today? I think he stepped down, yeah. He did that Twitter poll, didn't he? What an idiot. Why are you doing idiot. stuff on a Twitter poll? You're an idiot. <laughs> He's such a moron. So thick. How is he so rich and we're so poor? And he's thick and we're... Well, I guess we're probably thick as well, aren't we? I think we might. I that, I the, <laughs> the problem is, I use that logic. <laughs> I followed it through. Yeah. I think we're very intelligent. I think we're too intelligent to be commercially successful. We're indie. We're, we're, we're the artist choice. We're the intellectual. We're, we're the bourgeoisie enjoys us. But sadly, there are not enough of the intelligentsia left anymore. I don't think the bourgeoisie down. enjoy us, do they? Who does enjoy us? I think, we're proletari- proletari- I think this is a proletariat podcast. No, I hate the working class. <laughs> Tick tack goes the clock. And I mean this. If you're working class, it's your family's fault for not working right. hard enough. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> People, people these days will not realise that you're joking. <laughs> I mean, unless you're a lord, you, you, your family is shit. That's my. That's we want landed gentry. It's about right. It's about quality, not quantity, yeah. with our listeners. We have got we, one listener a week. Yeah. It is Kesha. <laughs> it's Kesha, who is truly. <laughs> okay, don't give me any more edits. <laughs> a minute. I can't be bothered. Kesha there. Um, right. uh, we... So what do we do? Do give us... Um, give, give us me a five four st- start with you. No, give us a fucking four, <laughs> even if you're joking. Give us a five, you twat. Um, Come on, particularly on Apple Podcasts, they're drying up. Give us a r- rating or review or both. And if yeah. you're on Spotify, give us a... Actually, the main thing as well is to subscribe or follow it because yeah. that's what will drive us up the fucking charts. And uh, become a Patreon. And remember, don't ask the bill payers' permission to do that. Just do it. Um... 
and um and have a great uh, new year yeah we'll see you in the new year everyone um and just keep failing better and keep on failing better Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.